All right, Race. Welcome to the show, sir. Oh, thanks. Yes, sir. So why don't you go ahead and introduce yourself to the uh, the audience? Um, my name's Race Reed. Uh, been living in Korea for I don't I don't really even know like maybe eight nine years. Right. Lose track after a while, right? Yeah. <laughs> Sometimes I don't even know how old I am. Uh, that's a good thing. Well, yeah, I guess. Like, well, you know, you got the Korean age, and then you got yeah the international age, international age. I get mixed up. Yeah. And then sometimes I just kind of stick with the same age, even though I'm getting older. Mm, that's okay. <laughs> yeah. I mean, my mom, my mom does the same thing. Yeah. <laughs> right. <laughs> get to that. Yeah. I I think I'm around. I'm like 34. Oh, okay. Nice. What about you? What about you? 27. 27. Yeah. Young young guy. Yeah. Yeah. At the moment, you know, I'm getting older though. Happens every day. Yeah, you know, can't stop it, man. Can't stop it. Can't <laughs> stop it. <laughs> it's just one of those things you just can't get rid of no matter what you do. Well, actually, I was talking to uh, Calls about this uh, yesterday. Um, there are some there is some research saying that we can, like, reverse aging cells, I guess, or certain cells in the body that actually affects aging. Uh, or it can be slowed down, and then people are in the process of trying to reverse it. Yeah, so... How do you do that? Oh, I don't know. I'm not a scientist, but <laughs> you can look up. You can look it up. Google it. There's there's it, some articles about it. I th- I think I, I think I read some stuff on that. It was it had something to, something to do with uh, I don't know like really intense ec- exercise. Mm. People who do that sort of thing mm. and then they'll keep a similar mitochondria as like a younger person. And mitochondria has something to do with like it's it's the really the telltale of age, right? Um, and then also gut bacteria. Mm. They were talking. I read something yesterday about that. It was talking about how people with a healthy gut bacteria tend right. to age better, mm. which would make a lot of sense about all these old Korean people eating all this kimchi. Right. And like you see old people here, they're killing it. Yeah, that's true. Like, like you know, I mean they they never stop. Right. They're right. climbing stairs. They're hiking mountains. Yep. <clears throat> they're always on the go, man. My, on the go. my wife's grandma. I don't remember what the Korean word is, but it's something similar to like Tai Chi. She mm. just did it yesterday. Nice. She's 83. Like, nice. Nice. Went up to Seoul to do some Tai Chi. Nice. And we went hiking one year for Chuseok, mm. and I swear, like, she was doing better than one of my wife's cousins. Mm. And, she, you know, she's like 23. Yeah. I'm like, yeah. Yeah, I mean, I mean, Korean people age really well. They really uh, do. For sure. And it, yeah, it could be the Sunscreen case. on the face. Dude, they put sunscreen on every day. Yeah. I don't know why they do it. I'm like, why do you do that? Well, because they want to stay looking young. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Well, more power to them. You know, I'm not judging them. But I, I don't know what it... I know, like, obviously, a, like, generally speaking, a healthy lifestyle will lead more towards, a, you know, you looking younger and feeling younger. Um, But this one was specifically talking about, like, manipulation of certain cells in your body that will, I guess, slow down the aging process. But they, I'm not entirely sure how it is. They're going to figure it out. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, for sure. Maybe, like, by the time we get to be, like, 80. Yeah. If we make it that long. <laughs> right. They'll be, like, doing some Benjamin Button stuff so we yep. can live, like, another 80 years in reverse. Right, right. That'd be sick, wouldn't that it? That would be sick. Yeah, but I, when I was talking to Colt about it, I was talking about, well, but what about the repercussions? And one of the, there was another uh, article. You just worry about those later. Right. <laughs> there was another article talking about, like, should people really live forever, right? And what are the, 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 the consequences to that? And the benefits. And uh, when I thought about it, I was like, yeah, well, there's certain people you probably wouldn't want to live forever. Right. Um, but at the same time, there are certain people that you kind of wish. Long time until they figure out like a bullet in the head, though. Yeah, like, exactly. I think. Yeah, you can still die, just not by aging. The word is like you you could become maybe immortal. 
where mm. like you you can only die from like a traffic accident or right or a bullet to the head bullet to the head yeah, yeah. or a bat to the head but not necessarily from health reasons yeah right exactly and the CRISPR stuff right that they're figuring out that's true and and actually it didn't really mention how like other diseases would affect you so you may not die from age but you could possibly die from like a disease yeah you know? sure so I don't I don't really know how that would work but they have to cure each disease as well right yeah and we do have cures to most diseases I mean there's a few doing some amazing things yeah yeah it's interesting Anyways, okay, so I mean, this is see, this is what happens. We just start getting into something and just we go naturally. But generally speaking, what we're supposed to do is we have a free topic. We can talk about whatever you want, and then we're going to go into your passion, your bucket list, and then of course, funny or unique stories that you've had while traveling abroad. Okay, it can be one, it can be a couple. It doesn't matter. It's up to you. Cool. Yeah. So free topic. Should we continue what we're doing, talking about? Yeah, Maybe man. I I like this kind of stuff. Okay. Yeah, me too. That that <clears throat> kind of stuff. AI. Yeah, AI is very interesting. Really interesting. Yeah, I, I feel like a lot of people are talking about that, though. Yeah. So yeah, I feel like it's kind of just—I don't know—it's not really telling anybody anything new, though. But it's still pretty interesting. Yeah, but it is. At the same time, a lot of people are talking about that, and I say that, but I still feel like a lot of people don't really know about what other people are talking about. Yeah. You know, like people in my circle like to talk about. AI and you know like what if robots blah 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 you know right 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 sex robot or yeah the moralities of it and stuff but you know yep a lot of people back in South Georgia some of my friends they're not so interested in that Mm. or maybe they are oh I think they would find it interesting but maybe it's not on the tip of their tongues Mm. I don't I don't know because it's been so long since I've been been there right I had a guy on here um, who was a an exchange student briefly at Keist, and he's an engineer. And we talked a lot about AI, and we talked a lot about sex robots specifically, and how it was going to... Get a sex robot? Uh, well, he wasn't going to get one, no. But he was talking about how it's going to change. Like, it's going to change, like, everything. Oh, dude. Um, and I think so, too. And there's actually been a couple articles about that as well. And I think it's really prominent right now in certain areas. I think it's prominent in China. It's becoming more prominent here in Korea. And also in uh, Spain. Should be, the yeah. Japanese should be all over. Yeah, the Japanese might be all over, too. Um, I'm not sure, but... I saw a yeah. blowjob robot coming out of Japan. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then Germany's got the blowjob robot cafes. No shit. Yeah, so you can get, like, a coffee and a blowjob hmm. from a robot. Sounds like a good break. Yeah. I mean, well, blowjob in general. Not necessarily from a robot. <laughs> coffee, coffee and a blowjob sounds great. If somebody was like, hey, I'm going to go take a 20-minute break. I'm going to go I get mean, a coffee and a blowjob. That would make your day so you much know what, better. Dude, it, it might become, like... It might become just a, a normal thing, right? Like yeah. where, whereas, you know, a lot of people would go for a massage or, right. I don't know, you just go for a robot BJ and yeah. have a coffee and maybe it would help out with stress. And Yeah, I agree. Well, I mean, maybe it would totally help out with stress. Think about how much people, how many people, I've always said this, I've always said that people would be a lot happier if they had alcohol, good food, sex, slash blowjobs, and marijuana. Yeah, I I mean, it's all... <laughs> or moder- equivalent to that, sorry. It's all moderation. I mean, yeah. for me, I really enjoy drinking, so I know a lot of the happiest times I've had in my life, I wasn't drinking as much. Mm. Or maybe, yeah, I mean, great times drinking, but, you know, I mean, if you're really boozing it up hard, that's right. not a happy way to live. Yeah, I agree. <clears throat> yeah, totally. I mean, yeah, of course I'm moderate. But I, I feel, I, I, I know where you're coming from. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, 
I mean, this again, this is my opinion, but yeah, I think uh well here's here's actually something I want to ask. I've never you. had a time in my life where I was having too many blowjobs though. No, of course not. Yeah. This never happened. Yeah. I mean, why would it happen? Like you're like, like, oh man. I feel so depressed these days. I'm just getting way too many blowjobs. <laughs> That shit will never come out of any man's mouth. Never. I've never heard anybody say I'm getting too many blowjobs. No. Nah. Never. Never. Nah. Yeah. It just makes. But here's the thing, though. I'm actually curious on what would be the equivalent for women, because typically when people are talking about sex robots, they're specifically talking about it for men, and blowjobs specifically is made for men. Um, in this case, so what would be the equivalent for women? I don't know. You have to ask a woman that. Yeah. I mean, um, I know there's like sex toys, obviously, for men and women. Of course. Well, yeah, but, but they're they're more evolved when it comes to that. Like, not too many of my buddies get down with the sex sex toys. Mm. I, I I don't. Yeah, um, I've never used them. But uh, one of my friends had a flashlight. Okay. And he swore by it. <clears throat> he thought it was the best thing in the world. Right. And um, and he was married. And uh, anyway. He liked it so much, like, one night when he was drinking, he he bought one for another one of our friends. Nice. So, you know, like, just all of a sudden, he forgot that he bought it. Right. And, all of, and didn't tell my buddy it was coming. All of a sudden, like, this, like, fake vagina shows up in the mail. <laughs> <laughs> Can you imagine, like, living with, like, your family or a friend and they, like, open up your package because they're curious? Yeah, man. <laughs> well, the, 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 that thing was, like, sitting in front of his door for, like, a week oh, because shit. he was out of town or something. Oh, man. I don't know if it said, like, fake vagina ink on it or what, but <laughs> yeah, it probably didn't. It's probably pretty discreet. Yeah, they, they normally do, like, some discreet shit. Yeah. <laughs> he was just like... Like, memos from the office. He's like, what the hell? Like, yeah. I didn't get this. I've, I've heard good things about it, too. I've never used it, though. Well, he didn't like this one. I think my buddy kind of cheaped out. So oh, okay. I think you got to go for, like, the... He said it hurt. Oh, Maybe it wasn't the right size. Uh, I, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe he didn't have the right kind of lube. Oh, yeah. I guess he do have to put lube on, huh? Yeah. Huh. I didn't think about that. Could you use something else besides lube? Like maybe like Vaseline or something? Maybe. Lotion. Maybe like some that. olive oil. Maybe some olive <laughs> That would be interesting. That's what people were using, like, you know, probably before people made mm. People are using something, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know. I'm curious. I mean, I know that olive oil is used for a lot of things, so it could it could be possible. Huh? Coconut oil that seems to be used for everything these days. Coconut you can whiten oil. your teeth with it. You can. Can you really eat it? Yeah, the the oil pulling that was a big fag like a couple years ago. People holding their mouth and get toxins out of their mouth. No shit. That seems to die it out, but yeah, I didn't know that. I tried it. I, did it work? I don't know. It did leave my mouth feeling pretty clean, but um. Hmm. It's terrible holding. You're supposed to just hold the oil in your mouth for mm. like 20 minutes. Oh shit, that's yeah, kind of annoying. It's not fun. Yeah, no, didn't like it. Hmm. That's very interesting. Yeah, this is very interesting. I, I I'm I am curious on like what would be the equivalent for women. I know that there are some machines that you can like change like uh like different dildos. Oh yeah, so there's like different machines that can like fuck women, and they just use like they put on different dildos or like whatever they want. Um, and I think the same is equipped. And they also have like the the specific dildos that have like the vibrator on like under it, and then like uh, the actual like penis on the top. Have you seen those? It's like a vibrator on the bottom, and there's like a little. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So I've seen those, and maybe they'll have like those types of machines for for women. And then in terms of blowjobs, I don't know how they're gonna make a machine with that. 
I mean, like an artificial tongue. Oh man, it's like lubed up. I, I mean, know. I guess they can probably do it, but I think they've already got that base covered. Really? Yeah, was... with the vibrators. Yeah, that's a good point. Yeah. Well, I don't know. I don't. I don't know. Either. I don't know either. That, that's that's something to think about. Yeah. Because it's always for men. Because we're always the ones fucking up, apparently. So. <laughs> yeah. We can't be controlled. <laughs> yeah, I don't. I I don't know, man. I mean. You know, if if you told me this when I was a teenager that that women were as interested in sex as we were, it would have blown my mind. Yeah. But you know, like they try to keep that a secret from you for a long yeah, time. Yeah, they do. Yeah. <laughs> when you get older, you're like, oh, these fucking smart ass people. They're smart as shit. That it really pisses me off too, because like sometimes you see on like I'm not really a part of social media that much, but sometimes I log on and I see it, and it's always like you know men fucking up essentially. You know, and there and then actually I read an article today talking about like why men demand sex from their partners. And it was like a lot of different things that go along in it. But it was pretty much saying that one of the reasons why is because men are essentially not being like touched enough and like loved enough when they're younger because they're always raised to be the man, to be strong, um, to not to be emotional or to show your emotions and like a few other things. And when they're actually with their partner, one of the main things that they want to do is experience not exploit, but take advantage of their partner's touch, right? Um, and most of the time, that means sexually. And if we don't get that touch or that affection from our partner, uh, it makes us feel bad and it kind of make forces us to like want it more, and we want it from our partner rather than anybody else. That's the general premise. I don't know, man. Maybe, maybe that's it. Yeah, you know, maybe sometimes it's just like humans are pretty simple, and we kind of like. We like touch, right. like you know, we we've evolved to dig that. Right. I feel like sometimes people want to give a deeper meaning to things than they really need to. It's just um, you know, like I don't know. Maybe, maybe that's true. Right. Maybe, maybe that's true. But I, I think it, to me, it makes sense on some levels. I mean, and my friend I posted, and I and I also said to, I was like, yeah, this this could make sense. It would apply to certain people for sure. Um, but I also think that men are just being men biologically. If you're like a heterosexual male specifically, then biologically speaking, you're going to want to reproduce. Like you're going yeah. as a human being, like that's what you're going to want to do. It's not just human males; it's other males too. So I also think that that's just the case. Like um, you said, like maybe there's man, no, some deeper explanation. It's just a man wanting sex is kind of a healthy male, of course, isn't it? Yeah. Like if a male doesn't get turned on, he's not horny or whatever, then. Typically, we would say he's probably not healthy. Right. But And then. also, it's good for prostate, apparently. Like, if a male were to ejaculate, like, at least seven times a month, then their prostate is going to be much healthier than somebody who doesn't. So, at least seven times a month. So, that's, like, what? Two times of ejaculation a week, normally? So, so it's not seven times a day? Oh, shit, you would think so. <laughs> no, so... Seven times a month. You guys talk about this kind of stuff a lot on here? Uh, Sometimes. Yeah? Yeah. I mean, we talk about a lot of random shit. Yeah. So. What do you and Eddie talk about? And Eddie? You, you and Eddie. Eddie hasn't been here yet. Oh, yeah. I thought he was coming. No, he keeps avoiding me. Ah, really? I'm going to get his ass, though. Nah, I don't think he's avoiding you. Yeah, no. Nah, nah, he's just a busy guy. Um, But I had Paul on. He loves this kind of stuff. 
Yeah, no, I'm excited for him to have on. He's, um, he's he's good with it too, I think. I had Colt on yesterday. I had Paul on Thursday, and I had you today. I don't really know Colt very well, but I like that guy. Yeah, um, we had some beers together, like group, and uh, yeah, I, I got a little bit too drunk, and he was as I remember, he was making fun of me a little bit, but it was it was in a very like in a good mannered way. way. Yeah, 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 it was yeah. it was it was very it was it was very good, you know, like and and that can be a a, a difficult thing to do mm. when you first meet somebody is to kind of pick on them right. and have it received like in a, the in right a, way. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, but no, nah, he was he was right in line. Yeah, I, yeah, yeah. I, I Colt's a good guy. Yeah, I'm I'm the same way. Like I like to tease and mess with people, and sometimes it gets a little out of hand. I was kind of asking for it. I don't remember what I was doing, but yeah, I was. I think I was asking for it, like you know, just being a jackass. Right. Well, yeah, I mean, some people easily, like, invite it. You know, they might say something where it's like, ah, I have to do it. Like, I just have to do it, so. Oh, I think I think I was just, like, holding my soju glass out and being like, don't pour me another soju. Right. I can't drink anymore. And then just, just, just I was slamming it. My wife was like, ah, we should go. And I'm like, all right, cool. Let's give him 15 more minutes. So I just got hammered before we nice. left. That was terrible. <laughs> know, we'll go the next day feeling terrible. That's pretty funny. Well, soju will do that to you, unless you drink a lot of water with it, which is my... So, th- here's the thing. I'm a soju master now. I drink a lot of soju, regular, typically not flavored. And when I do drink it, I either drink it with orange juice or apple juice. And I always drink... This is with any alcohol, too. I always drink a glass of water with every, like, shot of soju. Or a shot of anything. Tequila, whiskey, doesn't matter. I always drink a glass of water with it. And I've noticed that I never, rarely have hangovers the next day. No, if it's I, all about water. If I do, it's like because I mixed a lot of shit. <laughs> so I like I'll mix like Jameson and like fucking tequila and like scotch, and like a beer maybe. Yeah. Which I don't know why I would do that to myself and like a glass of wine. And of course, like it doesn't matter how much water you drink, the next morning you're gonna be like a little fucked up, mixing all that. I th- do you think it's from mixing it or just like you had so much alcohol? It could be both. It could be neither. It could be one or the other. So let's say you have one beer, yeah, one shot of scotch, and yeah. a shot of JMO. And I then, think that would be okay. Yeah, and then a glass of wine. Yeah, well, you probably wake up feeling. I think. All right. I think. I think if you include a glass of wine or a glass of tequila, the the wine just fucks it all. I up. think. Yeah, there's gonna be something in there that's just like <laughs> nah. That's like that's gonna like chemically just fuck it all up. No, I don't think so. I don't know. I don't know the science behind it. We gotta get. But it. whoever does that, nobody would ever do that. I've done that shit. No. This is Korea. I've done that shit multiple times. No. Watering It was ghost. probably more like, well, yeah, but, you, okay, watering goes to, like, you can't even have, like, you can't even have a shot of alcohol there. If you order a drink, it's got, like, six shots of alcohol. Yeah, exactly. That Which place is, will black you out. Yeah, of course, but that's what makes it awesome. I can't tell. I was telling somebody the other day how many times I've walked from Doonsan back here. Like water and goes here, just drunk as shit. And I'm just like pissing like every every block on the way back. Oh man. <laughs> just stumbling back. I've also ridden my bike back from Dunsock here too. Be careful with that, man. Yeah, I know. I almost die. I used to do that. I used to live at a place that was kinda like about about as far away as your house is from like over there. Right. And um yeah, I remember like one time I, I went home or I, I I woke up from a big night out. It's like, oh, okay, I'm gonna go get my bike, mm. and I go down the stairs, and my bike was there. Mm. So I was like, ah, oh, I don't remember riding at home. Right. You know, I might have walked at home. Yep. But I bet I would. I bet I didn't. <clears throat> so, like, 
Nah, he got there. That, that was the last time. That was okay. the last time. Like, okay. Nah, like it's too dangerous. Cause I mean, when I, I I really enjoy riding bikes, and um, when I ride, like I I'll go on the road, off the road, and oh, okay. You know, I normally stay on the sidewalks. Yeah. I don't. I don't. But here, no offense to Korea, but a lot of Korean drivers are bad, especially taxi drivers here. Taxi drivers will kill you in a heartbeat. You know, unintentionally, yeah. unintentionally, oh, sure, but they just sure. they drive crazy. So I never take my bike on the main road ever. Well, you, I mean, at that hour, in most countries, there's a lot of drunk drivers on the road as well. Right. True. So true. Yeah, dude, you hear that shit? Yeah, man. I don't know what the fuck that is, but it happens every day, multiple times a day, and it's been happening for like the past month and a half now. It annoys the shit out of me. So I, I told my colleague about it, and I was like, "Can we go to the office and talk to him about this? Because it's really annoying the hell out of me." Does, yeah, it, does this gonna... sound familiar? You've been here for a while. Does that sound like anything to you? I don't know what it is. Me neither. But I don't think you're going to get anywhere. I don't think so either. But <laughs> I'm at least curious like, on why that's... the fuck that noise is there. That's a pretty minor, like, a minor annoyance for Korean people to, like, get okay. up in arms about. I think. I well, I mean, it it comes at, like, 11 a.m. And, like, it comes at, like, 2 o'clock. It comes at, like, 8 o'clock. And it comes at, like, fucking, like, midnight. Like seriously, it'll be like twelve. Normally, I go to sleep at like two or three a.m., but I'm like twelve thirty a.m. Like, is it on a schedule? N- I don't know. I've never paid too much close attention to it, but yeah, generally those are the times that it happens. It happens like at eleven a.m. Normally, sometime in the early afternoon, and then in the evening, and then late, late at night, like twelve thirty a.m., one a.m. It's the same noise. Sometimes it goes on for like thirty seconds. Sometimes it's two minutes. Sometimes it's longer. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I bet whatever it is. If they were going to fix it, it would be It'd really, be really expensive. Yeah, probably. Like, you got to change out the pump or, uh, you know, some, I don't know, whatever it is. Yeah, I don't know what it is. It might have something to do with the elevators or... Yeah, maybe. I don't know. It's annoying as shit, though. Somebody out this morning, like, 9 o'clock on, like, a megaphone mm. out in front of my apartment. It's just... It's 9 o'clock. Right. It's, you know, it's Korea. It's time to wake up, I guess. Right. Like, <laughs> fuck that. I wake up at, like, 11 a.m. Leave me alone. I have work at 12.30, so... I don't gotta wake up early. Yeah, yeah. No, it's I don't have to wake up that early either. But I did this morning. Yeah. Do you teach English at your university? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Do you like it? Yeah, man. Um, I mean, uh, it's a job, right? Mm. Like I, I, I don't, I don't. Lo- there's there are things that I would like to change about it. Let's put it that way. Mm. But um, and and you know we don't live in a perfect world. But uh, that being said, I dig it. Mm. Like the kids are good and they're nice and respectful. I call them kids; they're university students, but um, they're 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 usually there these days to right. to try to learn something. Mm. Um, it could be a lot worse. Mm. But I remember we briefly talked about this. Yeah, and I get a lot of I get a lot of vacation time, yeah. and um, that's really nice. And it's the best part. Sure. From sure. what I've been told, at least. Well, I mean, even if I did complain about my job, I shouldn't complain about it very much because I don't really have to do it that much. Mm. So, yeah, I mean, I think it's important to be kind of uh, thankful for whatever situation you're in. Right. Because it can probably be worse. Yeah, yeah. it could totally be worse. Yeah, it for sure. It probably be a lot worse. That being said, like... <clears throat> um, my wife and I are on a plan where we'll probably be moving back to America in, in about a year and 
I don't know, I'm at three months now. Wow, my next really? contract winds up. Nice. You want to go back now? Like, of all the times to go back to the States. Well, what's so bad about going back now? <laughs> oh, that was a joke. It's Trump's America now. Uh, <laughs> I mean, it's, it's Trump's America now. I don't really know that he's <laughs> changed that much as far as the day to day on living in America. Right, right, right. But right when he got elected president, I, I did kind of say, like, well, I'm not going to go back until he. Until he's out of office. Right. But, um, yeah, I, I, I think, I think I have more faith in America than just like who the president is. Yeah. You know what I mean? That's true. We do have a checks and balances. Checks and balances. And I think it's full of a lot of good people and they'll figure it out. Right. And I don't, I don't. I don't know because I haven't been living in America, but I don't think that the day to day has changed that much. Right. Of people's life in America. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I don't think so either. I mean, I, I mean, I agree. It might be different for a person who's a minority. Mm. Um, which, you know, I'm, I mean, I'm, I'm not, but that doesn't mean that, you know, like I'm, yeah, I'm, I mean, I'm advocating for something like that. No, no, you know? of course not. I mean, I think it's changed for a lot of people to some extent, but I generally think that, yeah, like the day-to-day activities, like, generally haven't changed. Like, And it takes some time for policies to go into. I mean, you, so anybody could sign a bill, but most of the time, I mean, sorry, not anybody, but like, it doesn't matter when you sign a bill, it normally doesn't go into effect, like, overnight. It takes time for these things to go into place. Well, and I understand he hasn't really been able to push a lot of legislation through, so. Right, right. Like, maybe it hasn't changed very much. Right. Um, I did... I did feel like I went home last summer and I went to I went to Portland. Hmm. And I was there by myself and I don't have family there. I was just kind of visiting. And um, I was just kind of knocking around. And I did feel like... And maybe this is some, what's going on in the West Coast or something like that. But I, I felt a divide. That I didn't really know if it was there before, or maybe, maybe I was feeling other things because I was by myself mm. in America, right? Um, and you've also been here for a long time too, so yeah. But I've been to Georgia, okay. right? Before, right. like a lot before that. So, um, I, what I mean is, it felt different being in Portland than Georgia, which mm. is normal, but. I didn't know if it was the difference was where I was or what was going on with me or mm. that Trump was president. Mm. I would say it's probably not that Trump was president. Mm. But America is like, I feel like they, when you look at Korea and you can kind of see Korea, Korea, they are like, like very together. Yeah. Very nationalistic. Well, nationalistic. <clears throat> not, not like in a negative way, but like a big community. Big community. Yeah. Well, I mean, it comes down to the language, right? Yeah. Where, you know, you will call somebody who's not related to you, just an old man, old woman, grandma, grandpa, right? Mm-hmm. And I think that there's some subtleties in that kind of language thing that kind of makes people feel together and look out for each other a little bit more. Mm. Nationalistic, but America is too. Like... Go to America and start talking shit about America and see mm. if people don't, like, jump down your throat. Right. They will. Like, you know, many Americans, many Americans feel like, we, I think I think that 
you know, we feel like we're the best country in the world. Right. And, you know, maybe we are and maybe we aren't. Definitely. I mean, in some ways we definitely excel. Right. And then in some ways we could use a little work. But, um, but Koreans, they're like, everybody was, everybody was on the same page with Pak Geun-hye. Right. right. Everybody wanted her out. Yep. And then now it seems that most people are, are pretty down with a new president. Yeah, most people like him. As far as I can tell. Yeah, most people like him. And and that could be, you know, because I mostly talk with Koreans in Daejeon. Mm. But as far as I can tell, I think he's doing a pretty decent job. Right. But never in America do we have everybody on the same page like that. Yeah. You know, there's about, I don't know, you know, actually everybody kind of like, we, we usually have like a 30% or 40% approval rating in, in America, I think, mm. with the president, I think that's kind of a norm. Right. And sometimes it goes up and down a little bit. Right. But nobody's ever always like, yeah, he's doing a pretty good job. It's usually 50-50. Yeah. Somewhere around there or something like that. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I agree. And uh, there definitely is a big divide between the parties as well, which I think is one of the issues that America faces. Um. But it's interesting now because I think this is the prime opportunity. And I might have mentioned this before, but this is the prime opportunity for a third party candidate yeah, um, sure. to really come in and bring both parties together. Like we would need essentially an independent who would say, Hey, I have conservative slash Republican um, policies. I also have democratic slash liberal policies. We can bring these policies together in order to create a better America, a better United States. And that person would be, if that person is like charismatic enough and is able to really convey like all the things that everybody wants to hear, that person can be voted over a Republican or a Democrat, in my opinion. Yeah. Because I think there's a lot of people who are just kind of tired of both parties. You know, uh, there's just so many stereotypes. There's just so many like uh, people who have just been retained in office who are not doing a good job. And then, of course, you know, a lot, there's a lot of people like most people in the United States are against corporate uh, corporatocracy, uh, which is a big problem. So, and that's both but, Republican and Democratic. Exactly, exactly. And that's kind of like, that's kind of like, okay, you know, you and I, we like, we like UFC, right? Yeah, yeah. So, what what would you say some of the bigger rivalries that really bring people out right. to watch a, a fight? What would you say they are? Like, which fighters? Yeah, which fighters? Um, McGregor and Diaz. M- that, exactly, okay. Yeah. McGregor and Diaz, they talk all this shit right. up until the day. Mm-hmm. And then after the fight's over, they're all bloody, beat the hell out of each other, and they're giving each other hugs. Right. It's just like the Democrats and the Republicans. They're on the same team, which is like me. They're right. on team me. Right. Diaz and McGregor are the same way. They're on team me. Right. And then, you know, <clears throat> like, and, and, and now you got like like Clinton and, and Bush Right. That are like, you know, buddy, buddy now. <laughs> right. I mean. After it's all over with. Yeah. I mean. They don't. They're not. What I'm trying to say is they're not as different as they would like you to believe. Right. They pin one against the other. Right. And then th- that way one of them can always stay in power. Yeah. Oh, well, that's the thing, too, because like we're all Americans. They're supposed to represent America. Right. They're supposed to represent the United States. Most people would contribute, like, attribute it to their money, right? It's all about the money. It's all about the power. All about, but yeah, it. always about the Benjamins, baby. So yeah, it's it's always about the money. It's always about the power. So even though Clinton and Bush, for example, may seem like rivals and enemies on the surface, like you said, deep down inside, 
you know, and in the back room, you know, they're they're not enemies at all. So, yeah, it's it's possible. Yeah. I don't know, man. But I think that's kind of like a scary thing about Trump, especially for those parties like you're saying that where maybe one of them could come in because he's not really I don't think he's really a Republican. I don't I don't, I don't think he's really anything to be honest with you. I don't either. Yeah, I don't I don't think he has like a a party affiliation. He might have certain beliefs that might make him a part of a party for a while, but I don't think he holds like any What's the best way to say this? He's not a politician. No. And therefore, he doesn't have any real political beliefs. I think he's a businessman generally speaking and he only cares about money. Um, and that's one of the main things he cares about and and money and power. Yeah, for sure. And ego (laughs) and ego. So, but ego generally comes with power anyway. So, um, or those both correlate with each other. I'm not, I'm not sure that a lot of guys aren't the same way. Maybe they're a little better. I'm not saying that like, he's like, they're a little better hiding it. He's he's really bad at hiding it. Yeah. 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 He's not the only person for sure. Um, but I mean, he is. He is now the president of the United States. So, yeah, I, I don't think I don't think when people say, oh, like Trump's a Republican. I'm like, nah, he's a part of the Republican Party. Like he's a affiliated lot of with him. Don't, he ran as a Republican, but I really don't think he's like a I don't Republican. Think a lot of, I think a lot of Republicans are kind of not really down with. Yeah, they don't dig him. Well, no, that's true. Yeah, that's totally true. Where it's like I, and, and, you know, I'm I'm not the best at following politics, but I feel like usually the parties are are really aligned with, you yeah. know, if Obama's in office, they're all, you know, the Democrats are on board with Obama. And right. On, same way with Bush. And, mm-hmm. and this is the first time where you've seen Republicans speaking out against, like, a president of their own party. Right. Which, I don't know. Sometimes I say that's, that 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 shows that, that you know, he's really not doing a good job. Mm-hmm. But then it could be, Maybe he is shaking things up a little bit to right. get, and I'm not a Trump supporter. I don't want to get that. That's oh, fine. Even but, if you are, but maybe entitled. maybe he is shaking things up again. To they could open up some doors for other people to come in, like what you're talking about. Right. It might it might not turn out to be a bad thing. Yeah, I mean, um, I agree. I mean, even if you are a Trump supporter, that's fine. You can have your own political opinions and beliefs. That's fine. But I think that I agree. I think a lot of people have talked about that. They've talked about how, like, hey, like, think about what his actions are going to do, right? They could possibly create a completely new atmosphere, right? And that could be interesting. Is the way that it's going to happen the best way? Maybe, maybe not, but I mean, it could happen. It could also be reversed. Now, the thing going back to what you were saying, like a lot of Republicans not being on his side, that's totally true. And if you think about it, the Republicans own the House, they own the Senate, so they own Congress, right? And technically, they also have the White House. So they should be able to pass legislation rather easily. Whatever they want. But they've had a lot of trouble passing certain legislation. Um, Well, they're passing some, they're trying to pass some difficult legislation, like a reform to the health care bill. Right. But it doesn't seem like they're. No, and Trump just gutted it, too. He he signed an executive order. Dude, they just need to come up. you, You need more people to travel. Yeah. Like, we really need more Americans to travel. Yeah. So that. And, and and when they travel to go and talk to people in that country and right. ask them about how they feel about the way things are there. Because typically when Americans travel, you know, they go on a cruise, they'll right. they'll stay in this place and they're very isolated from the people, but and we don't speak any other languages. We just speak English mostly. Right. But we need we need more Americans to like 
so learn other languages, get down with other people and talk to them. Right. Because it's like, if you talk to Korean people, they're very happy with their healthcare here. Yeah, of course. They're yeah. very healthy. It's good. Talk to English people. They're more or less happy. Right. I think the Canadians are happy with their healthcare. Yeah. Talk to Australians. They're pretty happy. Yeah. One thing about the English is I think that they they wish they had a little bit better quality healthcare. Yeah, yeah, but, yeah. But there are other countries that have managed to do it well. Yeah. And there's just too much money in our system. That's what it is. A lot of money. Pharmaceutical companies, like dude, it's gross. Yeah, it's 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 very ugly. Like the system that we have, and like and now it's like so ingrained into our culture. And the like, there's lobbyists. It's just like it's it's not just just that. It's the food too. Yeah, the food too. Yeah, the food's a big problem. Yeah, I agree. Um, My friend and I were just talking about this the other day. Yeah, lobbyists. I think they're the main problem. Lobbyists are definitely big problems. Um. And also, too, going back to what you were saying, like a lot of travel Americans don't travel enough. I saw a statistic, like I think a couple of years ago. I don't know how accurate it is now, but it was like only ten percent of Americans, like from the United States, actually own a passport. Yeah, and, the, and I, then I, I knew about that. I, I don't think that's correct. Yeah, but, but maybe that, at one time it was true. At one time it was true. Now I don't know what the updated number is, but still, that's a small number. So even if we were to double it, even let's just say twenty percent of Americans do have a passport. Only a certain portion of them actually use it significantly. That and so, then, and then that's like, not a lot of people at all. A lot of them they'll go to Mexico. They'll go because exactly. you have to have a passport to go to Mexico now. You have to right. have a passport to go to Canada. Right. And I saw recently where you got to have a passport to go to Washington now. Wait, what? Yeah, they said Why? You, to get on the plane to go to Washington, you got to have to have a passport now. That doesn't I don't make any know, sense. I, I don't know that's why. A state. When I went to Washington, um, this was a few years ago. Mm. We were in Seattle. And um, I didn't take my passport out with me, right. but there were uh, several bars I couldn't drink in because mm. I didn't have my passport. Why not? I had my Georgia driver's license. Yeah, it's a state. I don't know. That doesn't make any fucking sense. You can buy marijuana there. I think, I think with a driver's license. What? So I think it was... You know how it is, man. Like that's just like stupid shit right there. It's that's stupid. Just like, that makes no a, sense. Well, yeah, there's a lot of stupid laws, man. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. And you know, there's a lot of stupid stuff here. Yeah. And there's a lot of people that complain about it. Right. right? Well, you get that a lot. Like, like a lot of people really complain about Korea a lot. Yeah. But then it's like you know we got all kinds of retarded. Yeah. Any stuff. anywhere you go. Yeah. Anywhere retarded you go. stuff. Yeah, I agree. That's just dude. That's really that really makes no sense to me though. Well, I think I think you know for some. I don't know. Maybe we're going to have to start using passports more now. Mm. Well, at least people have a passport. But to use in your own country, it doesn't make any sense. What are they doing? I don't know. What are they doing? Are they really trying to secede from the U.S.? <laughs> well, Washington, I don't think we'd be able to do it. Texas would. But yeah, you, you've seen <laughs> that thing. Like when Trump got elected, it was like mm. Washington and Oregon and yeah. California. Yeah. They were like, let's just cut this off from yeah. the U.S. Yeah. Yeah. Are they really trying to do it with all their marijuana money? Yeah. Uh, they take all their marijuana money and just. They, they could actually yeah they could dude first of all i mean the, thing. the the civil war was about slavery right. a long time ago maybe the new civil war is going to be about marijuana, marijuana. <laughs> it totally could be which side are you going to fight on uh the marijuana side yeah sure. but could you imagine like a bunch of stone soldiers yeah that we fucking <laughs> they're trying to fight yeah <laughs> they would just be laughing the whole time <laughs> they'd be like getting shot at and they'd be like laughing at the sound <laughs> dude did you hear that one yeah that shit would be funny um yeah, I mean, marijuana is a big problem we need to deal with, too, on, on a, so many levels. 
Um, but I mean, honestly, if, if, if the federal government were to legalize and tax marijuana, we'd have money for everything. Yeah. We'd have money for everything. We could have universal health care and still make tons of nukes at the same time. Yeah, we could <laughs> we could heal people and kill people at the same time with the same weed money. Yes, that's true. But uh, I I don't think we should be spending it in defense anyway. But and maybe me. let some people out of jail. We need to let a lot of people out of jail. Tons yes. of people. Yeah. Did you see that video of like this guy? He was like I think a warden of a prison, and he was talking about how he didn't want to get rid of certain prisoners because they were good at their jobs at the prison. <laughs> And but then he he said like some of our nonviolent offenders are the best prison are the best uh, prisoners because of course they are they do all this work for free and like he said it like he, just, he fucking blatantly said it like on national TV and it's just been like flowing around social media and everybody's just been like so he admits that nonviolent offenders should stay in prison because they do free labor Slavery, yeah which is slavery that makes so, sense yeah so I mean your murder is probably aren't going to be that great. Right. <laughs> right. They're not going to be that good of workers. Yeah. I mean, but can you, I mean, first of all, the incarceration system in the United States is ridiculous. The land of the free, baby. Yeah. Well, yeah. That's, that's... <laughs> but, um, but yeah, if, you, if you, we were to release all people, everybody who got locked up for marijuana, that would be a ridiculous amount of people who are being released from prison. Yeah. So you mean like our, they could contribute Possibly, hopefully, right to the the tax base instead of taking away from it, right? Yeah, yeah. I mean, pretty much. So I mean, because they are pretty much cheap labor, but for a certain, um, they're only helping out whoever they're working for, right? Exactly. Prison system, I suppose. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So it's ugly, but see, that's one of the biggest things now. That's like that's going on politically is that people are saying like, hey, listen, if you are going to legalize marijuana, we need to. Um, we need to talk about how we're going to release the prisoners who were locked up for marijuana to begin with. Um, that makes sense. Yeah. Which is a lot of people. And uh, that's one of the reasons why... Do you ever have any friends that went to jail for like some minor drug infringement? Hmm. Not that I know of. Maybe, but not that I know of. Yeah. Anybody from your school or anything like that? It wouldn't, Here's the thing. It wouldn't surprise me, but I don't think I know anybody particularly. I had a buddy, um, he and I worked together, we worked at this plant nursery all through high school, and he was, uh, like, I I don't know, you you know, he he was a really, really nice guy, Hmm. and, um, you know, I guess he, you know, he just wanted to be, like, a a cool kid, or, you know, a popular guy, Hmm. he wasn't really in for the money, because he would go to parties and just, like, kind of, like, hand out ecstasy, you know? (laughs) Nice. And, you know, he was supposed to be selling them, but he would usually, like, just give them all away, I guess. Right. But, anyway, um, he got caught with, like, 20 ecstasy pills. Oh, shit. And he went to jail for, I don't know, like, six, eight years or something. Damn. Which, like, I mean... That's crazy. Yeah, it's a long time. <clears throat> and, I mean, he was, like, 18. Right. You know, something like that. He was a kid. Yeah, I, I could I could see that happening to. He's a good dude, right? You know, like made a mistake, but in his heart, really great guy. Yeah, 
I mean, not when I say marijuana, I mean, there's other things like that, too, as well. I mean, nonviolent offenders, I mean, depending on the crime, like, should not be getting six to eight years. Yeah. That's Which, ridiculous. I mean, ecstasy is a bit more serious than a lot of your other drugs because not necessarily that MDMA or whatever ecstasy is right. is dangerous, but, you know, you've got unlicensed drug manufacturers right. m- making it or, or, you know, whatever, however they're making it, you know. Mm-hmm. It's almost like if you got some some dude selling a cow he chopped up on the street, making hamburgers out of it. You know, right. it might not be good meat. You might get sick. You could die. Right. But yeah, I don't know. Eight years. It's kind of crappy. Nah, he can't. I, he can't leave the U.S. And, and that's the other thing too. Like even when you leave, I mean, you've you have no degree. You have no education. I Luckily, mean, this guy's dad owned the... So it was like kind of like a garden center that we worked at. Right. And luckily, his dad owns the garden center, and his son came back from jail, took over the garden center. Right, so he gets lucky. He got lucky. He's killing it. Right. He's killing it. Um, but... Uh, Other people don't have that. They don't have a foundation like that. Yeah. And, then they, and now they have a criminal record, you know? So, and again... So criminal, what are you going to do? Criminal record, no vocational training, just no formal education. You just go back to... Yeah, criminal. Yeah, I, I, the whole justice and incarceration system needs to be fixed. Have you ever seen... Do you watch any TV shows? Like TV series? No, I never watched TV. Um, I'm joking, no. Oh, yeah, I, mean, I watched okay. some, but yeah. yeah. So there's this HBO show called On the Night Of. Oh, no, I don't know about that. You should watch that. Very good. I would probably do it. it. It's very first of all, it's done very well. The cast is amazing. The story is very good. Um, I mean, everything about it is very good. It's like eight episodes, but it's like a full story in the eight episodes. I think, yeah, yeah. very good. And essentially, it's about I don't want to spoil it, but it's about this guy who has a questionable evening, evening, and um, he ends up going to jail. And he's like a good kid. He's like a young kid, you know. He ends up going to Rikers, right in New York. And uh, and you see him, for the lack of a better word, develop into another character because of the system that he's a part of. And this is just not only the incarceration system, but the American judicial system as well. And there's a lot of different factors that go into it. So I'll leave it at that because uh, I don't want to spoil it or anything, but it's very good. And the the evolution of the character in the story um, from from episode one to the last episode is just intriguing. So Sounds good. It is very good. I guarantee you'll like it. If if you don't like it, I'll like I'll take you out for dinner and, and, and a beer. And I wanna hear you <laughs> I wanna hear your opinion on why you didn't like it. That's big of you. Yeah. Because usually when people don't like things I like, I just tell them to the fuck off. Right. <laughs> nah. Get away from me. Yeah, there's just, there's certain shows that I can almost I would guarantee like, people will if like. If you don't like it, fuck you. Right. Yeah. No, I'll t- I'll I'll take you out and I want you to tell me why you didn't like it. Well, yeah, and if you do like it, we'll still go out. I might just tell you that I don't like it, just get a free. That's okay. Beer. That's fine too, as long as I'm spending time with you, baby. <laughs> <laughs> um, so yeah, you you got to leave here like what four thirty, right? Yeah. What time is it? Three thirty, three thirty-five. I probably need to leave about four fifteen just to be safe. Oh shit! Really? Yeah. Okay. So you want to jump on to the other ones? Okay. Other topics then. Yeah. Let's do it. All right. So let's jump into um, um. Your passion. Okay. Yeah. Um, Because I don't want you to be late, man. My passion? Yeah, man. I don't know, dude. I don't... I I think right now I'm kind of in a... In a limbo. Yeah. Where, like... Moving back to America... Um... 
and uh, you know, kind of like where I would say that before maybe, you know, I was pretty passionate about traveling. Nice. But and and seeing different places, but now I feel like I've kind of I'm not that like I've gone everywhere I want to go, but I'm kind of changing directions in my life. Right. Maybe growing up a little bit. Okay. Um, now maybe I want to just try to make where I am better, whether that's my house or just my life or, you know, like with my family. I mean, it's a family. I don't have kids, but my, well, you know, me and my wife and, and my, my mom and, you know, but, but, uh, so yeah, I, I don't know. I mean, and then also like, I never have really been one of these kind of people who can say like. I'm passionate about blah, blah, blah. Right. Very distinctly because, you know, I could always look to somebody else that was more passionate about it. <laughs> right. You know. Then, and then you're like, damn, I'm not like him, though. Yeah, I'm not yeah. like him. Can I really say I'm passionate? Right. You know? So. I mean, yeah, passionate is definitely, like, subjective for sure. Right. But, I mean, is there anything that you, like, definitely have, like, strong feelings for that you really love and enjoy, you know, kind of like a heightened version of a hobby, essentially. Heightened version of a hobby. Yeah. Uh, that's, the, like, the best way I can put I'm it. I'm so scattered. Like It's okay. Yeah. It, you don't have to have one. Yeah. But, I mean, maybe you can tell me some of the things that a you... A lot of you know. stuff. I like to do a lot of stuff. Like, okay. you know, I, I, I really enjoy learning new stuff. Like, mm-hmm. uh, but, but, but that's kind of probably one thing that I like too much to a fault, where mm-hmm. it's like... I struggle to be really good at something. That's my problem, too. If I could just, you know, kind of uh, focus a little bit more on one thing, maybe I could really excel at it. Jack of all trades, master of none? Jackass of all trades. There you go. Yeah. (laughs) Nice. Um, Yeah. I mean, that's how I am, too. Yeah. Yeah. So I like to do a lot of things, but I'm not really particularly good at one thing. Yeah. And so, I mean, I like, I used to really be into languages where... Like I, I studied Spanish a lot. Mm. I studied Korean a lot when I got here and, you know, I don't really study that much anymore. Whereas like, you know, I think I've gotten to a point with Korean where it's like, eh, I'm all right. Right. You know, um, could definitely be better if I was interacting with Koreans much more on a daily basis that would come naturally. And then at the same time, it's like, I don't really have a need to be better than I am. Right. And pretty much do whatever I need to do. Yeah. Um, then, you know, these days been doing a little bit of rock climbing with Eddie nice. and that's fun. Uh, but you know, still very, very, very beginner on that. Right. Used to do some jujitsu. Yep. Still very, very beginner. Never really got past that. Right. I like lifting weights. I like, like being outside. Hmm. Yeah. Especially now, man, the weather's gorgeous. Oh, it's beautiful. I hope it stays like this for like another month at least. Um, this uh, coming up in February, just booked it yesterday. Mm. I'm really excited about it. doing a surfing camp. Nice. So it's going to be like two weeks intensive surfing camp in um, Sri Lanka. Oh, shit. That sounds amazing. Yeah, I think it's going to be really good. Yeah. So you get surf. Like, I've tried surfing before mm. and I really didn't tackle it the right way. I just, I was in Costa Rica. It probably one of the better surfing places in the world. Yeah, like people go come from all over to go surfing there. Yeah, I've been there. It's nice. Yeah, this particular place though was like kind of like a surfer mecca. Which side, Caribbean side or Pacific? Uh, side? Pacific side. Pacific. What's the name of it? It's um, Malpais. Malpais. It's really backwoods. No, no, no. But one. but but growing. Like, yeah, big time. Right. 
So um, anyway, like I was there and I would ask these guys, so uh, yeah, like when when's it good to go surfing? And they would just be like, one o'clock. So I get out there at one o'clock and these huge waves and just got beat up mm. like like bad, like just get my ass kicked every day. Right. And it was terrible and I didn't really learn anything. And then I can, so I kind of want to give like another go at that. But so, a proper try. Yeah, yeah. Have somebody teach me how to do it. Yeah. You know, because I think that if you live close to the beach, mm. you know, you'll have the time to, you know, take six months and just get out there and frog around a little bit until you figure it out. Yeah, of course. But, you know, when you live in South Korea and you're not close to the beach, well, if you want to learn how to do it, then you need to do it with some intensity. Right. Kind of get it done. Yeah, I agree. And I feel like once I can get these basics down, then there are places you can surf in Korea. Mm. So once I can get the basics down, when there's a chance to go surfing in Korea, I'll you can actually, easily go there. I'll be able to go and enjoy it. Right. Whereas like now, I don't necessarily enjoy it. I'm just learning and getting frustrated. That's okay. That's fair. Um, so yeah, I mean, I like I like doing a lot of stuff. I I, I would I like challenging myself. Mm. Um, I, I I really I, I have fun with that. Right. I have fun with that. No, that sounds amazing. Yeah. So like, so your passion to me sounds like you like dabbling in other things to see to see like to learn more and to like be challenged. Yeah. Yeah. That's okay. Yeah, for sure. For sure. Um, I mean, correct me if I'm wrong. No. That's no, I think I think that's um, that's pretty that that pretty much nails it. Right. But yeah, I mean, I guess like. You know, I'm 34 years old. At some point, you kind of got to pick something and stick with it. <laughs> yeah, I mean that's understandable. Yeah, so, I mean I'm I'm the same way too. But at the same time, you don't really need to. You know, there's nothing wrong with just liking everything and doing everything. And as long as you're enjoying yourself. Yeah, of right? course. Yeah, and I am typically a pretty happy person. And there you go. So fuck it. Yeah, I'm 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 I'm, I'm doing something right. If you want to be like. Everybody will say, like, if you really want to be a master at something, then yes, you need to, you know, give the time in order to do that. But if you're not really particularly looking to be a master of anything, then you don't really need to do it. Yeah, I guess society kind of tells us, like, that we should be trying to master something. Right. But I don't think it's necessary. If you want to, cool. If you don't want to, that's fine, too. My wife's, my wife is, as I told you before we started, she's a tattoo artist. Right. And she's very focused. Right. Like, Like, she's like... Like, she's a tattoo artist. Right. That's what she is. She's not interested in anything else. Right. (laughs) Like, that's it. That's cool, though. And that's actually good. It is cool. That's a good thing. Like, there's definitely certain jobs that people should be, like, completely focused in 100%. Yeah, no regrets. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, no, she's... Yeah, but, I mean, she could... Like, she's not even interested in having a hobby. Right. You know, it's like, my wife... Pretty much works every day. Right. And then she comes home, she watches TV, right. goes to sleep. Right. Does it again. Right. And she's happy doing that. That's like cool. She, she digs that. Yeah. Ah, she needs a break sometimes. She'll take a break sometimes. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, well, we all need a break sometimes. That's for sure. Yeah. <clears throat> that's why everybody's told me, like, oh, once you get your master's, you need to transition into a university job because the vacation is very good. So I was like, yeah, I should. I should. I should be finishing in December, actually. So I'm finishing my thesis. It's tough to get into a university job here in Korea. Really? I heard it was kind of easy. I don't know. Um, But I don't know either. So, Like, from what I tell is a lot of places they want you to have a master's degree and then two years of experience. Yeah. Whereas 
of a teaching in a university. Mm. Whereas, like, so if you haven't taught in a university, then how do you do that? It's true. Yeah. But the deal is, is like, just starting, like, a couple years ago, the the college-age population in Korea started dropping off drastically. Right. And so it's at about, like, 50% of what it was three or four years ago. Mm. So they don't really need us anymore. Right. And, um... You know, apparently we're all going to be walking around with these like little little headphone things in our ears anyway, so mm. it'll just translate languages for us. Oh yeah, yeah, that's true. So you know, they won't need us at all then. Yeah, wasn't there an article like on Dejan Peeps talking about how like the need of English teachers is drastically decreasing? So like in a few years, there won't be as many foreigners here teaching English as. It's a prediction, right? Yeah, yeah. And it may or may not be right. I think I think there's something to it. Yeah. Um, the universities are trying to maintain enrollment by, by having a lot of foreign students come into Korea. Right. Um, and you know, so we can teach them, but, uh, it's changing at least. Then I have a friend who, um, teaches, he teaches like really high executives in China. Yeah. In Beijing. So like. He only does private ex- these executive private lessons, right? And teaches CEOs of like these big companies. Nice. And so, like, he'll like Teachers Day. He was getting these gifts that were like he got like a three thousand dollar pen. Oh my god! Or something like that. I was Damn. Like, Dude, just eBay it. Yeah. EBay, that's like that's like a month's salary. Dude, that's crazy. But yeah. So anyway, one of his students quit because um, she got one of those. Your hmm. translation things. Oh, okay. And she was like, yeah, I don't need you anymore. I don't need you anymore, yeah. <laughs> but I don't know. I mean, I don't know if that was true. Yeah. Like, I mean, she could have just been lying. She could have said. It's true, yeah. Because they, they don't, typically in Asia, you know, the culture isn't as direct. So they try to be kind of, you know, nice. Like safe face. Nice about the way they let you go. Yeah. Um... Going back to artificial intelligence, it wouldn't surprise me. I mean, Google Translate is pretty amazing. Well, it used to be terrible for Korean. Yeah. It used to be laughable. Yeah. Still is. Right. But it's gotten way better. Yeah. It's laughable at times. uh, Yeah, I use it, and it's been pretty accurate so far. So, Um, And and, this thing will still happen if you you go to Google. Mm. But like... So like one of my buddies teaching at university, we have this period. It's like a week long, yeah, and where they can contest their grades, right? And sometimes they'll just not really be contesting their grades, but they'll just be like, "Can you help me out?" Right. And so anyway, um, sometimes they'll use Google Translate to send a message, mm. and this guy gets a message that says something like, "Teacher, see why." Sexual favor, okay, or something like that. I don't remember what it was. Nice. And he was like pretty shocked by it. Right. He's a pretty straight edge dude. Right. Called our boss immediately. Is like, I don't know why she's coming up with this. Right. She calls the student. Students like, they talk about it. The boss calls back, and right. she's just like laughing. And so, the word songjok, yeah, could be sexual. Right. So song is could be sex, or it could be, if if I'm remembering this correctly, it, it could also be great. Ah, uh, okay. So song is sex, and then if you say momo joke, it means like changes it from sex to sexual. Right. And then yeah, so like uh, translation song joke itself. Right. Is, um, great. Nice. 
Yeah. So, um, so she could have meant one thing, but like blamed it on the language yeah. instead. And imagine like, if he like tried to Harvey Weinstein. Uh huh. Yeah. He would have been. Oh, that would have been terrible. That would have been real bad. There, there was an article I read the other day though, talking about like the percentage of people who sleep with their teachers, uh, yeah. specifically professors, and it's actually quite a large amount. And, and uh, in Korea or back in home? general, this is back in the states. Yeah. I feel like it's more common. Well, like among the foreign teachers, I feel like it's probably more common back home. Yeah, than among foreign teachers. So we have a language barrier, right? But also, like, can you bring the are, mic a little bit to you? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry, my students are like nineteen, twenty. Right. And in Korea, they kind of look a little younger. Yeah, they. Look I mean, some of them are pretty hot. Yeah, I'm not gonna lie, but a lot of them look like too young. Yeah. And just on a maturity level, like we grow up quick in America. Yeah. So I could see that probably happen to them a little bit more in America. Yeah. I don't know. It, it apparently it happens a lot and there's like there's like different statistics so it was like oh how many did you do this with and like what departments and then there's also like do you regret it or not and more people do not like there's a lot of people who do not regret it yeah uh, I so, mean I had a buddy who slept with his teacher yeah that would be awesome I would totally sleep with some of my teachers for sure yeah do you have one in particular yeah. that you were attracted to uh yeah a few in, in graduate school yeah there's a Spanish teacher she was like really high heels and nice she was like Spain Spanish oh yeah Spain her, her... it's so funny I was just telling Colt yesterday how like Spain like Spanish women from Spain are just like god damn mm, yeah, on a whole different level yeah god damn but yeah I had a few there was one in middle school I think she was like of Indian descent um, she was hot. And then I had a couple in high school and I had one in undergrad and I had, well, actually I actually had a couple in undergrad. Um, and, uh, yeah, one, uh, two in grad school. I was, I was an early bloomer with my, uh, with my teacher crutches. I fell in love with my preschool teacher. No shit. Her name was Miss Toy. Nice. Miss <laughs> Toy. <laughs> That's great. And she married a guy named Bubba. No shit. <laughs> yeah. I was heartbroken. Oh man. Damn. My father used to tease me. He was like. Who's prettier, Miss Toy or your mom? Oh, that's fucked up. And I'm like, Dad, that's come fucked on. up. Yeah. <laughs> and then, like, you know, he just pushed me and pushed me, and I'm like, Miss Toy. Yeah. And I, like, start crying. Yeah, that's the right answer. Good job. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, you know, like, you want to think your mom's beautiful. No, but you don't want that like Freudian shit. So. Right. Right. Yeah. 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 Plus, you don't want to be mean to your mom. No, but... of course not. No, I'm not. No, of course not. But I'm just. Saying, I know what like, you mean. That's yeah. the correct. Yeah, yeah, in yeah. my opinion, that's the correct answer. Well, I was just being honest. Yeah. And uh, <laughs> don't tell your mom that. Yeah. So like the one day, my dad goes and picks me up from preschool, and he told my mom he was like, "Oh shit, like, it's fucked up." Son's got good taste. <laughs> <laughs> she was hot. Yeah. That's fucked up. I like your dad. He sounds like a cool person. Yeah, he was funny. Um, <laughs> all right, man. Let's move on because I know you gotta you gotta go soon. All right, so let's jump into your bucket list, man. What's your What's on your bucket list? Bucket list. Yes, sir. Hmm. I don't have a lot of bucket lists, dude. That's okay. I mean, I used to. I I like my bucket lists are are a lot more short term. Right. Um. So at one point it was it was hiking it was hiking up uh, Mount Fuji. Nice. So did it and um. Then, I'm, okay. Wait, Foji in what, Japan? Yeah. Oh, okay. Bucket list. Who, who's got bucket list? I don't know, man. I, I feel mean, like, some, some people come on here and they don't really have a bucket list. That's yeah. fine. Yeah. I feel like a lot of people that have a bucket list, mm. like, they make this bucket list because they feel like that's something that is so far removed from something they can do right now. Right. Whereas, they could just be like, 
just like choose one thing off that bucket list. Right. And then just do it. And that's not all people. Right. But it's like some people, like a person who has like this bucket list of like 10 things they want to do. Right. Before they die. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, like, whereas like I might just be like, okay, one thing I want to do is I want to learn how to surf. Mm-hmm. All right, I'll just go do that February. Right. Um. So, which like. So you're I, living your bucket list. Maybe. Yeah. Maybe. I mean, I'm not trying to, you know kind of to my own horn or anything but right. um no of course not i mean but that's a good thing you should be pursuing things on your bucket list yeah so uh, i guess another thing that i would i've always wanted to do is have my own business nice i, I want to i want to have my own business build it sell it do it during doing what uh it doesn't it could just be any a, business it could be a lot of different things okay i'm 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 a little bit too fluid right in that like i could see myself doing a lot of different things but i can see I guess I can see a lot of good and bad things okay. from a lot of different kinds of businesses that could turn, like, steer me towards that or pull me away. Okay, that's but fair. It wouldn't have to be anything special. Do you have anything specific that you would go for first in terms of like making a business? Mm. Yeah. If so, somebody was like, "Hey, like, I, I'll give you like the ten thousand dollars to start." What sure, sure. Like, what would be the first thing you'd go for? Well, I mean, I could, I could see like, you know, doing some. Like, I don't know, this would be more like a side business, but uh, like an Airbnb type okay. of thing. Nice. Um, because it just comes out of my love of travel. Nice. And um, and then also just like being outside. And I used to do this uh, before I, I worked in, it, like I was talking about a plant nursery. Right. Um, and then also I worked at, uh, so growing plants. Mm. And so I could see myself uh, just having like a landscaping company. Oh, that would be yeah. that'd I mean, some I hate it. Ah, uh, it's because I worked landscaping when I was younger, and I would never, if I can, I would never do that shit again. I, mean, I did that kind of. I don't never. know. I liked it. I hated it. I liked it. I hated it. I get out there and you just like, you like, I get into like a, a zone where you know I'm just doing, and nobody's bothering me. You know, right? You just, I maybe working at the nursery was a little different. You said ten grand. I'm like, I can't start a nursery with that. Nah. Well, I mean, but, any any amount of money that you would need. Yeah, yeah. Owning a nursery would be really, really fun. Okay. Really interesting. You know, because you. You go to work and you work in like a beautiful place every day. Right. And you, you'll you propagate plants. Right. And then watch them grow and you take care of them. And you become very, very connected. Mm. Not not in like a, not in like a, a very loving way. Yeah. But I think if you talk to most people who've worked with plants a lot, maybe mm. farmers or nursery guys. Yeah. Or gardeners. Yeah. Gardeners. There's something meditative therapeutic about therapeutic it. about yeah. being around them. yeah i I've, I've heard it i've heard it i mean when i say landscaping i mean like mowing lawns and weed whacking and cutting trimming bushes and mulching yeah i don't i didn't like any of that shit how long did you do it <sighs> like a summer yeah you four months enough. maybe you did four Ooh, months like- took a lot dude i and and of course even when it was done like i would still do some weekends because it was still the season but oh, I fucking hated it. Just every day from like six a.m. to like eight p.m. Ah, uh, that's long hours. Yeah, I and like, just like mulching was the worst. Is it not like getting dirty? No, it wasn't that. It was just the work. I mean, you had to go and pull all the weeds, and then then you would have to put down the soil, and then you would have to put down the mulch. Yeah, but but even before we could even do that, we had to go get the soil. So we had to like put the, all this. So we had to get the soil. We had to put it on the truck. 
And then, of course, when we got there, we had to take all the weeds out. Did you have some guys there that liked it? No, I don't think so. None of them liked it? No, all of them were like immigrants. Well, I, I mean, was like, I was like the only like I worked American. for immigrants too, but they, yeah. they dug it. Like, they, yeah. I, yeah. I think they. The only reason why they liked it is because we, we did a couple houses that they would grow marijuana in the back. No way. And the owners would just say, yeah, go ahead and take some. Really? Yeah, I swear to God. Wow. And they asked me about it. I'm like, nah, I'm good. Yeah. But yeah, they would just take a whole fucking, <laughs> it was like a ton. I mean, I guess that's like, and these and these are like really big land. Like this is like fucking ten acres of land that we're talking. Where about. is this? Like this was in Maryland. Okay. Yeah, out in the middle of like bumblefuck nowhere where nobody bothers them. You guys so, yeah. have good fried chicken there, huh? You you have good fried chicken there in Maryland? Maryland? Yeah. Uh, yeah, that's pretty good. I mean, we have better crab cakes. So there's a chain called we have blue Maryland crab. Fried Chicken. Maryland Fried Chicken. Do you not know about that? No, I've got quite a few of them in Georgia. My one of my buddies owns a couple of them. Really? Yeah. Never heard of it. And like we're known for our blue crab, right? Yeah, yeah. You don't no. think about Maryland as fried chicken? No. Could you do me a favor? Yep. Bring bring the the pop filter a little bit closer to the mic. Okay. Yeah. No, no, closer, closer to the microphone. Oh, to the mic. Yeah, that might be better. Okay. And then yeah, go a little bit closer, and it'll be good to go. All right, you good now? <clears throat> well, you need to come a little bit closer too, or okay. or you can bring the mic closer to you. You just cool, put cool. on. Yeah. All right. Yeah, it's better. So um yeah, I've never heard of that place. But yeah, they, so so my boss, who owned the landscaping company, like he had some of these contracts with like just people who had a lot of land, and we would go out there and mow their lawns and everything. And then yeah, at the end they were just a bunch of marijuana and just take it. Well, I mean, I guess you're not really gonna call the cops on them if you're taking pot too. No. So. No, it was for them. They were growing it. So yeah, of course you're not gonna call the cops. Yeah. No, I mean like you let the let the workers take some with them. They saw it. Oh, he wasn't even there. Uh. No. He typically what he would do. He was like the he did the business part. The only time he would really work for the most part is like when he didn't have enough personnel. Um, but he handled like the money, and then he had like a one of the guys was like the manager, um, and he would the manager would be like the ground the ground manager. Right, so right. he would like direct right. us to do everything. Right, yeah. right. So a lot of times I didn't even see him. To be honest with you. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, I guess so. Back to the bucket list. Used to be one of one of the things that, I wouldn't ever say this was really on my bucket list, but one of the things that was really appealing to me was to go teach in another country. Mm. And another one happened to be like learn another language and not not necessarily teach in another country, but work in another country. Right. And then I also thought that being a teacher would be kind of fun at some point. Right. So now I guess I guess like I guess I am. I do have a bucket list, but I don't call it that. And I'm like kind of slowly ticking it off throughout my life. That's perfect. Yeah, that sounds good to me. Yeah. Yeah. And like the next thing that's on your bucket list is the surfing, which you're going to do in February. I feel like, I feel like people are typically, they can do a lot of the things that they want to do in their life a lot sooner than they can. Right. Myself included. Um, but, you know, we kind of get into this groove and then we have a hard time getting out of it. Right. And I also feel like people, you know, I just, we just, especially as Americans, we buy too much shit. That's true. That's feel, true. Feel like we need it. We, we don't need it. Yeah, we consume a lot for sure. Yeah. So, okay, cool. That sounds good to me, man. So let's jump into the last thing, which is funny or unique stories that you've had while traveling abroad, or right. even even when you've been here in Korea. It doesn't matter. Yeah. yeah it could be in a different country, or it could be in Korea. So, do you have anything like that you can think of? Sure. Yeah. There was this one time when. Um, I was, uh, let's see, I was in Vietnam, and oh. we were taking a boat out, like, around Halong Bay and everything. Yeah. And so, 
it wound up just getting the boat for me and my friends because there were four of us and we we did the math and it was like you could pay this much per person and mm. I was like well how much is it if we just take the whole boat and it was like slightly more just to have a, our own boat right and I don't know how you describe one of these boats what they look like they're they're pretty cool things um anyway probably if you just google image like a Vietnamese boat you'll see it mm. and um so we got that thing, and then one of the stops was Monkey Island. Nice. So, like, yeah, we got a Monkey Island. And so, like, I'm I'm a pretty hairy dude. And we're we're on the beach hanging out. Ask somebody where the bathroom is. And um, so I go to the bathroom, and I got my shirt off. And just, you know, like, hairs glistening in the sunshine. Right. And I guess, like, one of those monkeys... Mm thought that maybe I was a threat. Oh really? Yeah. And I'm I'm assuming that maybe maybe thought like I was an alpha dude, you right. know, around town because, you know, like that he's big, he's hairy. Right. I don't know. But so I walk into the bathroom and when I'm going in there I see him kinda like eyeing me up. Right. I don't know what kind of monkeys these are. Um they they, they sit about they sit up like the way the way they would usually stand or, or sit because mm. they're kind of like in a crouched position most of the time. They come up a little bit above your knee. Right. And But probably if you stretch them out, their head might hit up to your up to your um, waist. Okay. So, like, not super small, but, right, but not, not, super not huge. Either. Right. So, one of them's kind of like eyeing me up as I'm going into the bathroom. Right. He's like, what the fuck you going to do? And I'm like, all right. <laughs> and I just try to ignore it. Right. And then I come out of the bathroom, and he's he kind of like fell behind me, walking behind me. Yeah. And I would turn around and look at him, and he would stop. Mm. And then he just kept getting closer, and closer. And every time I turn around and look at him, he'd be closer. And at one time I turned around and looked at him, he was like right there, mm. like right in front of me. And then he hits like. <sighs> really. Yeah. And then I look up, and there's all these monkeys in the trees. Right. So I'm like, what do you do? Right. Well, what do you do? I'm thinking to myself, like, what do I do? Like, I'm I'm from South Georgia, so I've been around animals a lot. I used right. to hunt a little bit, go out into the woods. Right. So maybe I'm a little bit prepared for this thing. I know don't run. Right. If you run, you're, I mean, they're going to run fast. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you're fucked. And, like, it definitely, I don't want to fight them. Right. But, like, maybe I can scare them off. Right. So, like, I just started, like, ah! and, like, clapping. Yeah. Right. And then. And then, like, it kind of scared him a little bit, yeah. but not that much. Yeah. And then, like, the Vietnamese dudes around there, yeah, they ran off, ran up to us, and they kind of just, like, scared them all off. One of them came in with a big banana leaf waving it around. Nice. And because the Vietnamese or the monkeys in, like, these kind of tourist areas, mm. they've learned to distinguish between, like, the tourists and the people locals. Right. Because the locals don't care. Like, they'll, like, kick them or whatever, but the... The you know the the tourists we don't deal with them as much right so they've learned that they can like steal from us and we'll just kind of like mm. oh it's a monkey right they are totally racist <laughs> totally racist nice well that begs the question like can animals be racist yes they can yes they can oh, yes they can <laughs> if you talk to anybody that's been around these monkeys right yeah man it was scary it was super scary yeah that would scare the shit out of me it was super scary and like. I don't know, man. You know, you always kind of think like monkeys are cute, mm. they're nice, blah, mm. blah, blah. We get that image from TV. Right. 
Nah, dude. Yeah, I uh, yeah I agree. I definitely think that there are a lot, quite a few animals that are not as cute as they look. I'll just stick with dogs. Right. <laughs> but no. Yeah. Like, some monkeys are cool. No, of course, not all monkeys. Yeah. I'm not trying to discriminate discriminate against, <laughs> against monkeys. Right. Yeah, I was. Um, that's funny that you say that because that's always an interesting question. You know, because like, um, can animals be racist? Right, just like, just like, can animals commit murder? Yeah. Right. So, dude, I got a story about that. Yeah. So, one of my my wife used to work for this lady Mm. who had a monkey. Oh, really? And um, that monkey took the like they were taking a shower together. Yeah. And that monkey took the shower head. Yeah. Off of the um, like I don't know. She pissed the monkey off. Like the monkey. torn up some stuff and she disciplined it yeah and then later they were taking a shower together yeah i don't know what's going on there yeah it's weird but anyway this lady was weird so the monkey grabbed that shower head yeah and started beating her with it oh shit knocked her out she woke up in a pool of blood the monkey almost committed murder hmm that's interesting they're strong dude yeah so yeah i think they can yeah it's very interesting that was vindictive that was premeditated yeah, for sure. It wasn't in the moment. It was before that she had they thought. Yeah, he definitely thought about she it. Had or she had scolded him before. He was still mad about it. Right. So, yeah, I'd say so. Yeah, I mean, monkeys are definitely... They're not very, that far away. No, yeah, they're not that far away from humans, so... Huh. Well, I gotta say, that is uh, some scary <laughs> shit right there. Are we gonna leave on that? Uh, yeah, I guess so, man. Everybody ponder that. Your animals might kill you if you fuck with them too much. Not my poodle. Not my poodle. <laughs> Was well, that's the thing though because um, I remember I remember somebody talking about like cats, right? If you're like, like and even dogs, like if they'll eat you. Yeah, yeah, they had the opportunity to fuck you up. Yeah, well, yeah. I mean, my my poodle's not big enough to to really do anything. But right. if you did have a big ass dog, like if you had like a golden retriever, not a golden retriever, a uh, like German a shepherd, pitbull or rottweiler, German yeah. shepherd, and you kept hitting it, yeah, yeah. Okay, but these animals, they're they're still very much pack animals. Right. So I think that with these big dogs, it is important to establish dominance over them. Right. Otherwise, they might mm-hmm. they might mess you up. Or at least they wouldn't listen to you as well. Right. But, um, I don't know a lot about that. Yeah, I don't know either. I am curious, though. I am curious. So... But I think I think dogs have kind of been bred, and in, in, in I include pit bulls in this too, to pretty much love us. Yeah, domestically, yeah, we domesticated and, and, the shit out of. And usually, yeah, dogs. when usually when pit bulls do attack somebody, mm. it's because they feel like that that person's going to hurt their owner. Right. Sometimes it's about jealousy. Yeah, yeah, true. But there's some love deep seated in there. Yeah, violence. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, I and we can domesticate some animals, and we can't domesticate all of them though. So, and people need to realize that, oh, you know that, like, you know that. But can you be domesticated? That lion is so cute. Of course. Yeah. Humans can be domesticated. Sure, you're a wild animal right now. Single? Uh, You're single, right? Yeah. yeah, Living in Korea? Yeah, I'm not that wild, though. I'm pretty chill. (laughs) 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 No, I mean, um, no. I've I've been pretty domesticated because I've been focusing on uh, my thesis and trying to get that shit done and, like, other things. But once my thesis is done, I'm looking at the PhD programs. But that, that period between me finishing my, my master's and finding a PhD program while I'm out here is going to be fucking You got to have your last hurrah before you become a doctor. 
Yeah, you're right. But I feel like once I become a doctor, it'll like life could be easier. And not just financially, but it'd be easier to get girls. Like, yeah, I'm a doctor. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. Because by the time I get my PhD, I'll be like, what, 29, 30, maybe? So hopefully still handsome at that point. Still young-ish. <laughs> yeah. So we'll we'll see. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know anything about that. Yeah, me neither. So What are they like? I thought they just wanted I don't, prestige. Yeah. I don't know, man. But, you know, maybe by that point, you'll just have your blowjob robot. and you want Fuck to yeah, it. man. I don't even need it. It'd be good. <laughs> well, you know what? What's interesting about those articles that you should totally look into is talking about how it's going to change the dynamic of relationships. Yeah. And um, and also, it was talking about like human trafficking, how it could decrease um, human trafficking, which would That's be, a good thing. Which could obviously be So, benefit. here's the thing. Do we give child molesters robots that look like, like children? children? Yeah. See, that's a, yeah, that's a, that's one of those like moral questions that could have a lot of ambiguous answers it's, uh, yeah I mean if he kept them away from cause like they, they got this urge right I guess right yeah. I think ethically no but like morally maybe yes because it would be better for them to have a child robot as it kind of depends a, a on a real child it kind of depends on if that's something that fuels the hunger yeah or if it you know takes it away yeah right yeah so I mean, if it if they if they could use that as a substitute, well, then that would be great. But if that just made them thinking about like banging kids, right? It that can, would be terrible. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. Yeah, it's something to explore. Maybe not research, but research. I think that would be interesting. At some point, maybe maybe they'll just be like a small country that'll test it out for us. Yeah, and we can say like. Right. I mean, they don't have to actually do it with the child, obviously, but they could. Well, they people could, are doing could, that could, anyway. They could, they well, yeah, that's true. But they could at least experiment and say, like, "Hey, do you feel more of an urge, you know, after using this robot, or well, less of an urge?" Yeah, what are they going to say? Less, of course, they're going to say less because they don't want to be. A well, they don't want to get in trouble. Yeah, that's weirdo. a good point. Yeah, I don't know. Unless you give them like certain serums you you that your, where they have to tell the truth. There like, you go. There's your thesis paper right there. Nah, I'm fuck that. My shit's almost done. <laughs> You're not majoring in sex robots. Nah, <laughs> I'm in for your PhD. Oh, maybe I could do that. Yeah, yeah you need a PhD in sex robots. That would be interesting. But then I would need to be an engineer, which I'm not. So, yeah. I don't know. I'm fucked. What, what is your... So, my bachelor's is in politics, um, and my master's is in education. Yeah. International education, specifically. Mm. Yeah. So, actually, you might be interested in my, my thesis, because it's how Koreans feel about uh, Japanese, and what did they learn in school that made them feel that way. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that'll definitely be part of that. Yeah. So when I finish, I'll I'll let you know. Are you working? Are you are you doing this with a Korean? Um, no, no, just me. It's a very I, small I mean, a Korean university. No, no, no. This is a American Institute, okay. SIT Graduate Institute. That's good because you. Yeah, no. Yeah, you would have to be very careful. Yeah, well, that was one of the reasons why it would uh is beneficial to me because I'm kind of independent. So my school is set up where you have like uh actually let's just stop this here. Yeah, we'll yeah, we'll wrap it up. All right, thanks a lot for coming, man. Yeah, all right, buddy. <laughs>